Warning, the following podcast contains a copious amount of puns regarding the word HIT, which technically stands for High Intensity Interval Training and represents a time-saving, mood-boosting workout that incorporates strength training, cardio intervals, and functional movements. These puns are pretty terrible, people, and if you're sensitive to bad puns, we suggest you stop listening right away, and then immediately share this with a friend that does like puns. Enjoy! Hey everyone and welcome back to the Living Healthy Podcast presented by LA Fitness. I'm your host, Angel Gabell, joined with my co-host as always, Candice Curry. How you doing? Good. Hi. So, high intensity interval training, also known as HIT, H-I-I-T, all capitals, HIT. Have you uh, tried it? I have. What do you think of it? I love it. Really? I really do. I wow. do. That's kind of rare to hear you say you love something. I know. You don't. don't be, it's not. It's not sad. It's just maybe it's sad. Uh, well, you should no. say you love things more. I don't know. I guess so. Okay. Um, I mean, what do you like about it? I I really enjoy it because it's a fast workout. Um, I I typically go on my lunch breaks and I get a quick like half hour hit training session done. I don't have to worry about you know working out uh, after work or anything. I just I like that it's quick and fast and right. it's challenging because you know, there's always something new to do. Right. So, okay. Well, that sounds like we have one pro hit person here, which is you. I'm kind of on the fence. I feel like I have a, um, I don't know, dis- I distinguish hit a little bit differently. Maybe cardio hit. I like a lot. I like the sprint rest kind of, uh, uh, intervals strength training hit. I don't know if I'm a fan of, um, I recently just tried it and I am incredibly sore. So I'm not sure how much I love that, but I really like the cardio side. So we're going to find out if that's even like a reasonable distinguishing thing about I hit. I don't think it is. Okay. Is it? We'll, we'll, we're going to find out because today on the program, uh, we're bringing back master trainer, Jeff Fox. So hey welcome to the show. Hi, how are you guys doing? Hey, we're doing pretty good. So set me straight. Hit, hit me with your best shot, man. What do you got? Uh, oh, oh, man. Oh, he's already slit. started the puns. Okay. All right. Let's see. Well, first of all, uh, hit. Uh, do you do hit workouts with your clients? We do variations. Okay. You know, I hit them with a lot of things. Oh, um, my gosh. I know, right? Just, we're, we're, we're just, Every just, time there's a pun, we're going to do a ding. <laughs> Uh, no, you know, I mean, we, we do a lot of different variable, you know, various exercises and routines. And so there's quite a few that revol- revolve around the hit program in a sense. Okay. Um, it's awesome. I mean, there, there are some really cool aspects about the program that, you know, I think really anybody it doesn't matter if you're a beginner or if you're somebody who's been in athletics for 20, 30 years, uh, you can get benefit from this particular program. So, so no, there's, there's some good things for it for sure. Is there a difference between cardio hit and strength training hit, like Andrew had mentioned? Um, here's the thing. When we decide to take more resistance on our body, you know, joints, for the most part, get stressed out real quick. And if we're putting our body in a situation where we're lifting probably a little bit too much weight than we should be, now we're putting ourselves in harm's way. So we try to avoid the strength training part of the hit side of things and stick more to the cardiovascular part of it. Like we can do normal strength training and then we'll incorporate some of the hit stuff in terms of the cardiovascular side of things yeah, with that okay. as well. So you know, let's do it's a not, high five on the air. Yeah, high five on the air. Beautiful. Yes, because that's exactly what I do right you know there. What, Boom. I was going to say though, for another reason I like hit, I don't really like using weights because I've tried it with weights too, but okay. you use your body weight for that's a lot probably, of the exercises. Yeah, and maybe and I'm that's not a good super clear with what I just tried. It was more body weight hit. 
I guess. Oh, well, then so, you're fine so, there. Right. No, body weight I know. hits okay. fine. I mean, when you're well, actually I using the weight. Depend, it depends upon clean. what gravity is working with. That's really the most important. It's like, it was like, it was, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was a little bit hard. It was, it was hard. I'm very sore in places I didn't know muscles existed. I was like, okay. That's, that's good though. You're pushing I thought pushing that was yourself. just a rib. But that, but that means things were engaged, that's right? Areas of our body were engaged. And, you know, maybe it's time to hit those things a little bit more then. Okay. Should I do it again? I would definitely do it again. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. then if you're telling me it was body weight stuff, like yeah. now it you're not more... getting quite as much of a pass at this point <laughs> right. in time. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm okay. Well, that's where I'm venturing out. I've always done, I recently have done strength training normal and then sure. I've done the cardio hit body weight hit. If you do a uh, body weight exercise, do a hit program, would you want to follow that up with cardio or are you kind of getting your cardio through all the body weight exercise? You're getting your cardio through that. Okay. So anytime that we get our heart rate to reach a certain percentage of what our max heart rate is, now we're in a very cardiovascular zone, right? At that oh, point in time. Okay. So it doesn't matter if it's even regular strength training in a sense, right? Our, right. our heart rate's going to spike. So we're getting ourselves into that cardiovascular zone. Now we can maintain it, which obviously strength training doesn't do. Right. Um, but now in the hit program, we can, you know, we can monitor that we can maintain that level. So yes, you're getting your cardio done at the same time, which for the most part, if you're getting multiple muscles, multiple joints working at the same time, now we're getting that full body routine as we're doing our cardio, that's a better benefit for you down the long road. So mm -hmm. I would definitely advise you or anybody else really at that point, um, to utilize it. Right. Okay. I actually have a question that's kind of a twofold. So, sure. um, one is hit for everyone and and two i guess what about those with heart conditions are they able to participate in it sure you know the biggest thing you know hit can be for anybody in a sense right uh, obviously the biggest hurdle that we and first thing we always talk about with all of our clients right you know what are we dealing with medical wise because yes we don't want to have somebody with a heart condition bumping up to a 180 you know beats per minute kind of mm -hmm. like we don't want that so how can we monitor those things maybe we do variations of the hit program that can keep our heart rate down a little bit we can monitor the individual at that point in time see if they're progressing like we should see if their heart is doing okay in a sense right mm -hmm. um, and then hopefully at that point in time we can kind of build off it a little bit but really it's going to be a case-by-case -case scenario okay. with the client or with the individual so if you're trying to do this on your own and you have heart conditions like don't you know i mean obviously either consult a physician at that point your general physician at that point or you know consult somebody in a training department you know and, and see what they have to say in terms of what you should or should not be doing with with that kind of program so really if you have a heart condition hit isn't like the first thing you should turn to no you're not going <laughs> to hit your heart with that no. right okay okay all right well how does this exercise if you don't have a heart condition how do, can this build uh, a healthier heart can it make your heart healthier yeah the heart's a muscle right right so just like a bicep just like you know hamstring whatever um you know it's a muscle so we want to make sure that we're building strength in that muscle so a hit program can have that effect on it um, just like any cardiovascular program is going to have that effect on it okay so we need to utilize it we need to incorporate that into our daily uh, routine because um, it, it is important for the heart to be healthy and strong throughout the rest of our life okay let me let me hit you with another question hey, hey, um, oh, I'm, hey, I'm on the board hey, hey, i'm on the hey, board hey. <laughs> all right uh talking about heart rate people you know with the advancement in technology there's a lot of different um methods out there now to kind of like track your heart rate i know that one that we've been uh, partnered with occasionally is my zone um that's like a, a heart rate monitor on your chest does do you recommend having something like that, a heart rate monitor, if you're going to engage in HIT activities? Definitely if you have some kind of medical condition, 
I okay. think that's really important at that point in time. Right. Now, okay. for somebody who's in, uh, you know, a general fitness person or someone who's super athletic or whatever the case might be, if you're kind of in that echelon, you don't necessarily need to have it because you're going to have a feel at that point in terms of, hey, okay, right. my heart's going pretty good right now. I should probably back it off a little bit. Or, right. you know what? I'm not quite hitting where I need to hit right now. So let me push myself a little bit more. Right. So, but really, the person that has an issue, that person probably needs to really monitor themselves in terms of what their heart rate's doing. Okay. I've, I've found, I've found that I actually like having the data, like I actually being able to see it, even though, though I don't have a condition, sure. I like kind of that instant feedback, I guess. Sure. But it, it does bring up a question that actually I was talking to my dad about this recently and he was like, do you still just like, um, naturally listen to your body essentially? Mm-hmm. And it started making a thing. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I am more, I do get into the mode of like paying attention to that data on the screen rather than listening to my body in itself. So I wonder if that's kind of like. And you wonder why you're so sore all the time. (laughs) I'm not sore all the time. This is the first time I've been really sore actually. (laughs) Um, I have a question for both you guys. So in your opinions. Yes, ma'am. What do you like more? Solo hit or group hit? Oh boy. Um, you know, I'm a self motivator, so I'm, I'm okay doing, you know, things on my own in that, in that aspect. Um, hit can be a very challenging routine. So for anybody that is not that self motivator, it does help. It does definitely help you if you have somebody that's kind of doing the routine with you or multiple people that are doing the routine with you. Cause you can kind of then at that point lean on each other and go, Hey, almost there. Let's do it. We got it. Um, but if you're that self motivator kind of person, then, you know, maybe you can do it on your own. Mm -hmm. So again, it kind of, it it depends on the individual at that point. I mean, I've got to say, I personally love group fitness hit because it's helped me push myself. I mean, so I, I love running. I'm a runner. And if I go to the gym, I'm, probably on the treadmill. I just, I right. love doing that. And if I'm outside of the gym, I'm running. <laughs> right. So this mm-hmm. to get into what are you running group, from, you know, so much Andrew. <laughs> no, we, I just, um, that's a whole nother topic right there. <laughs> uh, I really have benefited from it because I don't think that I would be able to push myself as hard if I wasn't in a group setting. And, and here's the thing too, right? We, we talk a lot about how can we change our routines to kind mm-hmm. of keep our bodies engaged and all that kind of fun stuff. And, and really doing something in a group setting is another way of changing things up, right? Mm-hmm. We get so fixed on, hey, let me just put my headphones in and just grind. Right. Well, okay, that that's gonna help you, obviously, right? Because you're in your own zone in a sense and you're pushing yourself internally. Mm-hmm. But again, you have, or you see somebody else who's almost one-upping you. Right. Like, hey, you're doing, no, you can't be doing more than me. You know, right. you start yeah. having that that competitive nature come out, come out and now you're gonna benefit that way too. Mm-hmm. So with HIT, do you need to up your calorie intake to be able to keep up with a hit program or a hit routine. Do you need more calories to do that routine? So again, it kind of goes back to, you know, what your normal calorie intake is to begin with and what your routines have already been going into this. Okay. So, so if you decide to change, right, Hey, I'm going to, now I'm going to do this hit routine. Well, if you've been doing an hour long, um, an hour long cardio session on a daily basis, and now you're just going to do a 30 minute hit routine, it's probably going to come out to be very similar in terms of how many calories you just burned. Mm, okay. So now, hey, the amount of calories you consume at that point is going to be the same. Right. If you've never done anything, and now all of a sudden I'm going to go into this HIT program and do this now too to go with my strength training routine, yes, you're going to have to start increasing your calorie intake at that point in time. So you mm. kind of have to go off of what you're replacing it with or if you're adding it to 
whatever it is that's existing. Is it important to actually to increase your calorie intake or uh, because if you don't, you could actually be like losing muscle or something because yes. you're so much in a deficit? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. really? You, okay. you, yes. Calories coming in is extremely important. Um, you know, our body only has so much energy internally. Uh, at that point in time, it needs something from the outside to be able to use. So if it doesn't, it starts pulling from muscle at that point in time. So, you know, we want to make sure that the muscle that we're building, if we're doing strength training or any kind of training at that point in terms of resistance training stays with us, we don't want to just lose that just because, right. so it's important for us to make sure that our calorie intake is of such that allows us, I mean, think of it this way, Michael Phelps, right? I mean, he's a fish and he would go through eight, 10 hour training days in the water. Right. His calorie intake was close to 15, 16,000 calories oh, a day. I mean, just imagine that's, that. That's, imagine, yeah. imagine what that schedule would look like. Right. Like every 20 minutes, here comes another thousand calories. Wow. So, but because of how much he was putting into his workouts every day, right. that's what his body needed. That's what he needed. You yeah. know? So again, it kind of goes back to, okay, what are you doing? What have you been doing? And are you adding, subtracting, just replacing? What are you doing to your current routine now if you're adding this particular kind of program to it? Whoever had that catering gig hit the jackpot ah, yes, for sir. sure for sure i think it's important to to not forget that um the calories that you're consuming are are incredibly important um because i've heard that after an intense workout even having like a glass of chocolate milk can you know replace those calories lost but hmm. eating unhealthy calories isn't necessarily doing your body's any favor right is it like you want to get that protein for the you want to get a combination of carbohydrates and protein into your body after you're done working out Okay, mm. carbohydrates and fats, right, is our energy source. Well, protein just kind of helps replenish muscles. It's the recovery part of the nutritional side of things, the dietary side of things. So in terms of us getting done with a HIIT program or just any routine in general, we need to get some kind of energy back into our system. Otherwise, we're just going to go into hibernation. Right. So anything that we just got done doing is not going to be a benefit to us at that point in time. Body's just not going to, going to take in that information or take in that workout and, and use it as a result. So we need to have something energy-wise to get back into our body so it can continue that fueling process and it can continue to burn internally. Now all of a sudden our heart's staying healthier. All those fun things are happening. So yes, it's, it's very important. Is there, um, it, it sounds like it's probably important, like with HIT, you're going to be needing more calories going into your body, but it's probably important before you start a HIT program to understand what your calorie needs are to begin with before sure. you even start, right? Is that something that the training department does? Like through assess through an assessment or something, they actually like can kind of tell you, give you an idea of what your body. You know, calories we can are. we can give you guideline kind of information. You know, the the one thing that we are not is we're not nutritionists, we're not dietitians, uh, we don't draw blood. You know, one right. of those kind of things. So unless we actually know you, you know, internally, which we will never do that, right. um, we can't give you the full on bulletproof. This is what's going to happen. X, Y, and Z. Right, exactly. Right. So. You know, we can give you guidelines. We can say, hey, listen, it probably help you out if you ate a little something before you came to the gym today. Right. Um, and it's probably going to help you if you eat a little something on your way out. It's more important at that point to probably even see a nutritionist, see a dietitian, so that way they can understand, okay, who are you? And right. now what do you actually need to incorporate with your personal training or wherever the case might be? Right. And for some general questions, we do a dietitian Q&A on the blog, right? Candace? Yes, we yeah. do. Yeah, you can send us your questions to blog at lafitness.com. Cool. Um, all right. So uh, lastly, kind of wrapping up this episode on HIT, it's a big trending topic now in the fitness industry. Everyone's getting into it. Everyone's doing HIT, um, discovering this. Has this been around for a while? 
first of all? You know, I get hit with that question all the time. Um, and, you know, <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this style, okay, has been around for, for a little while. Okay, I wouldn't say this was this was not the you know Stone Age you know this is yeah, what we started right. doing back in the day kind of thing, um, but really the athletics, okay, the athletic side of of society, um, you know whether it's basketball, football, you name it, right? Those athletes needed to have more functional training to allow them to be better on the field. Well, by just sitting there and doing a bench press, you know, for ten, you know, fifteen minutes, that wasn't allowing them to be successful on the field. So how do I now work myself out in a way that I can now be better on the field? Well, okay, let's do it this way. Let's, you know, incorporate more cardiovascular or more uh, explosiveness in terms of overtraining, uh, more multi-body, you know, functional kind of things. And all of a sudden, hey, now I'm actually doing really well on the field. Right. This is great. Seeing the results, and right? you know, you look at the end of the day, okay, what does a, what does a general person typically want to visually look like? Do they want to visually look like, you know, the big bodybuilder guy, or they want to look more like the athlete, the guy that is definitely in shape, has got some muscle tone to him and looks good. Right. right? So mm -hmm. that now becomes the norm. All right, well, how do I get there? Well, you want to get there by doing this. And that's usually something like a hit program. So, so it's kind of, it was developed in the sports uh, arena to make people a little bit better, especially like in a game like football where there's a lot of hitting, um, you want that explosive move. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so that was a pun, by the way, I'm just going to say that definitely uh, counts as a know, pun. No, I think I better no, hear no. the ding. I better it's, hear the ding. Uh, sure. <laughs> better sure, hear the ding. Sure. Okay. Anyway, I think I'm, I think I'm still behind, but, <laughs> but anyway, so it came from the sports world and now it's kind of being, um, brought into the, the fitness world with us average people. Because they've kind of developed it as a way to, so it's probably great for cross training or it's probably great when, if you're an athlete looking to prepare for a sport coming into the gym, even if you're an amateur, but then also other people are finding the benefits of it now as well. Exactly. Yeah. And, and really at the end of the day, you know, if you're a former athlete too, right. I mean, how do you, you know, you may have retired from the sport. That's great. How do you want to stay in shape? You know, you're going right. to incorporate those same types of exercises and routines that you've been doing in that sports field. Um, now that you're now just in a general gym in a sense, let's just say that. So people start looking and go, Hey, what's he doing? What's she doing? And now I want to incorporate that somehow into my routines. And lo and behold, now we start creating these actual programs. I don't want to interrupt either, but I have to say this is, this is great. Not just for athletes. I mean, it's for anyone who is on a time crunch and doesn't have a lot of time. It's right. perfect yeah. Oh, yeah. for them. It's yeah. excellent. I right. mean, it's like excellent. everybody can benefit from this. No, the amount of calories, again, it's, it's, Right, we're looking at calories that we are expending mm -hmm. or burning during the course of a workout, right? Well, if I walk on the treadmill for, you know, an hour, really how many calories am I expending at that point? Probably, you know, some, right? Obviously, right. but right. how am I really pushing my body? Now, if I do this routine for 20 minutes and I have more than doubled or even tripled the amount that yeah. I just got done doing walking on the treadmill over here, yeah, sign me up, right? I mean, so exactly. And and it just cut off 40 minutes of my day. Yeah, mm -hmm. especially right? in today's world where it seems like everyone is so busy. There's so many different things going on in your life now that it's like you have to maximize the limited amount of time you have. So I can see, yeah, that makes sense why it's oh, there's so definitely a benefit to it for yeah. sure. So uh, wrapping this episode up, what are, what do you think are the top three benefits of HIT training? You know, and you can just rattle them off. Just hit me with them. I'll, I'll hit you with all of them. Um, yeah, I so, think that's a copycat uh, yeah. one. Take that ding back. Do the reverse ding on that. 
Um, I know these are getting kind of redundant. We'll have to. I'll I'll say this, uh, you know, when it comes to being able to do a lot of things in a short amount of time and being able to burn a lot of calories while doing it, that's extremely beneficial, right? We, we just hit up on it. There you go. Um, so that part of it's important, um, in terms of heart health, right? Strengthening our heart making sure that our heart stays healthy. I mean, that's really the biggest muscle that we need to concern ourselves with um, in terms of longevity of life. So that's extremely important. Um, And, you know, just from a general fitness side of things, if you want your strength to be better, right? You know, if if you want your legs to be stronger, you want your upper body to be stronger, okay, well, Part of that is by having a, a, a heart that's strong, that can allow mm. your body to now pump blood mm. in a way that right. can get to the muscles in a way now that I can actually lift this or push this or whatever the case might be and become a stronger individual that way too. So it's beneficial across the board in terms of what you want to do. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode. It's time for us to hit the old dusty trail. We'll be back in two weeks with our final episode before we take a break for the holidays. The next episode is fitness and food, navigating the holiday season. So if you struggle around this time of year, we're going to help you out with some tips and tricks to stay on track with your goals. Now, we want to thank our guest and pun master, master trainer, Jeff Fox. I should just call him pun master trainer, Jeff Fox, for joining us on the program again. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me, Andrew. Also, don't forget this podcast is about you guys, the listeners. So hit us up on social media. I promise that's the last pun. Using the hashtag livinghealthypodcast, or you can email us at blog at lafitness.com. And we actually do read those emails. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening to us right now. That's the fastest way to get the next episode. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course, we're on the blog at blog.lafitness.com. Thanks again for being a good listener, and we'll see you in the gym. All right, Jeff, hit us with a disclaimer. This podcast should not replace any exercise program or restrictions, any dietary supplements or restrictions, or any other medical recommendations from your primary care physician. Before starting any exercise program or diet, make sure it is approved by your doctor.